the five common mistakes that a player makes. Five common mistakes. Okay, yeah. so I'll say... Welcome back uh, to episode six of the Warzone podcast. I want to thank everybody for... Uh, joining in with us uh, and watching with us and uh, sharing and liking all our videos. We really appreciate it uh, to help, again, bring more attention uh, to your favorite content creators uh, that work hard and put a lot of effort uh, into giving you entertaining content every day. Uh, with no further ado, sometimes you need a cup of joe. And I'm not talking about the beverage. I'm talking about this absolute legend of a man and content creator. Please welcome my friend, my guest, Cup of Joe. <laughs> Hell yeah. How's it going there, Cuppa? I'm doing good today. I'm doing good. I'm excited to be on here and talk a little bit about Warzone, the future of Warzone, and, and what's going yeah. on right now. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, I, I, listen, man, I'm a fan Um uh, I, I, I love your content. Uh, I think you're definitely, in my opinion, the number one uh, resurgence slash rebirth coach I ever <laughs> seen. And I'm not and I'm not just ass kissing. I know you put a lot of effort into those videos and I'm dead serious. I'm a low to mid tier player and that really helps my uh, gameplay uh, out. OK, uh, so basically, I want to hear how you got to where you are. I want to hear your story. I want to hear what inspired you. But I have to talk about of your uh, some of your shorts because I said I love your coaching style. Uh, the most recent one you were in it actually hit me right in the heart uh because it felt like you were really talking and giving attention to us console players okay pc players take a breath relax <laughs> it's not it's not all about you we understand you have a very fancy pc with lots of led lights and it's just magnificent okay but just relax okay it's, you're good and uh the console i know that i and the console uh call of duty community uh, will definitely appreciate it i know it was about a 20 minute video but cup of joe do your best to summarize that video uh and coach us with your uh fantastic knowledge yeah so this goes back a few months when i i actually put out a poll on my youtube channel like what do you play on because a lot of times we forget that the large majority and large majority meaning way above 50%, probably 70, 80% of people actually play on console. They're not on PC. So we got to keep that in mind. Yes, I'm the first person to say that FOV is a disadvantage. I'm not shying away from that. Thank you. But also, Thank you. But also Sorry. don't get me wrong that there are people out there that are five and six KD console players. They are absolute demons. So yeah. A lot of times console players tend to use it as a crutch. Oh, I'm not that good because I'm on console. And you got to understand the difference here between Guilty. struggling on console and struggling yeah. because you need to keep improving. So when we talk about console players, there's three main tips that I always give you. First and foremost is going to be try out a higher sensitivity. Now we talk about higher main sensitivity and a lower ADS sensitivity multiplier. It allows you to play a little bit more snappy. Snap left, snap right. See if you can see something and make up for that FOV. Second one oh, is wow. going to be information, especially on Rebirth. There's a lot of different ways that we can get information and we have to take advantage of that because we can't always rely on what we see. You may see a ping after you get a kill, but you don't see him actually on your screen. So you gotta use that to your advantage. The last one is going to be the biggest one, which is to keep your distance. I will repeat that, keep your distance. Now, when I say that, I'm talking five to seven meter range. That is where you are most likely to get your camera broken. So if we can stay outside of that range, 
then we have complete control over that fight. FOV is not a factor. It's on you to then hit your shots. Little bonus tip here for you. If you do get caught in that yeah. five to seven meter range, hip fire your gun. Doesn't matter what it is. SMG, AR, LMG. Use your throwing knives if you can. It's one of the things that the best players do very well because yeah. you cannot miss. You cannot miss your hip fire. You cannot miss your throwing knife. So use that to your advantage. Uh, just a quick question. Do you think that practicing with a thermite grenade is is good to do or should you just use practice with a throwing knife? <laughs> Always practice with throwing knives. Hey, if you right, thermite okay. somebody in the five to seven meter right. range, you're going to thermite yourself too. So, Right. Okay. That's, no, that's great. Um, uh, okay. So my next question, uh, again, uh, relevant uh, to uh, a recent short is that I've actually, I've played the game for years, all of them since they came out since the beginning. I can fully admit I'm not good. Uh, I complain a lot. I'm a little sour. Sometimes I'm toxic, a little bit of a troll, but I accept myself and I, and I, and I, and I'm okay with it. Um, but, <laughs> but, but anyways, I have a 0.6, uh, OKD on rebirth and I need to hear, uh, from again, a coach like yourself, uh, how do, how could I get to, I want to say two KD, but hell I'll be happy with 1.3, 1.5. Yeah. Uh, seriously. Yeah. So um, my whole goal when I started creating content was to help people improve at the game. Now, you know, I'm a 4KD player myself, but that is a pretty lofty expectation to expect to get there. That requires a lot. But I really do believe a 1, 1.5, 2KD is very achievable. And I believe that with a little bit of practice and game strategy, anybody can drop a 20 kill game on Rebirth and drop multiple 20 kill games. So anybody, even anybody, anybody, anybody with a little bit of practice and game strategy. So I came up with this thing called the bell curve of improvement. Bell curve meaning we all know math. You, you start at the bottom, it goes up, then you get to the top, and then it comes back down. And I use that okay. as an example because in the beginning, aim and movement is the most important thing. You've got to work on aim. You've got to work on your movement and, and very basic stuff, just being able to hit some shots using basic movement like slide canceling and a little bit of strafing, which is moving left and right while you're actually shooting. In the beginning, that's what you need to focus on. Then you're going to yeah, start but how do you ma- How do you maintain your aim while you're strafing left to right? I always find that so impossible. Everybody says that so easily. Oh, yeah, just shoot someone while you're also moving left to right with your left hand, trying to control your yeah. right hand to make your shot hit. Like, it's a lot easier said than done. Is there like a simplified way to like comprehend that or is it just like learn how to do it or you suck no this is uh this is going to get some people going in the comments section but keyboard and mouse players i'm sorry but there's a thing called rotational aim assist so as the person is standing still and you are moving left your crosshair is actually going with that person and kind of giving you I want to be very careful with how I say this, but a little bit of sticky aim. It pulls a little bit with that person, allowing you to hit those shots a little bit easier. Uh, Sorry, for those who don't know, what is sticky aim? uh, Sticky aim is what a lot of people like to think aimbot is, which, I mean, that is technically what aimbot is, but there's a difference between rotational aim assist and actually locking on to somebody. It's a very distinct difference. Controller players have that advantage of aim assist. So that's why strafing is so important. Then going back to the bell curve, you know, we start at the bottom of aim and movement. Then we push up towards the top, which is when you start to understand gameplay strategy, rotations, how to use your mini map, how to push teams, how to start to fight outnumbered, how to reposition, when to engage versus disengage, all of these different decisions that go into the game. 
Then you're going to start getting better at that. And then you're going to get to that point where you're, you know, a 1, 1.5 KD player. You're really starting to improve. You're starting to fight outnumbered. Then it comes back down to aim and movement. The biggest difference between a 2 KD and a 4 KD player, in my opinion, is consistency with using movement and being able to hit shots, as well as little bonus, uh, which is anticipation, just predicting where people are going to be and being ready for those people. So, that's what I came up with in terms of how to improve is that bell curve of improvement. Focus on aim and movement. Then you focus on a lot of the decision making. Then you go back to focusing on aim and movement. Fan, dude, fantastic. Learn that bell curve, people. All right. Um, no, seriously, that's that. I actually learned a lot there. I hope someone uh, listened as well. Uh, so basically, you've been, uh, listen, I've been getting asked this a lot. Um, I don't really know how to give a good answer. So I wanted yep. to ask you, um, there's this vicious cycle of accusation of bot lobbies. What the hell are bot lobbies and why do they rattle people? Yeah, so bot lobbies are tough. Uh, there's a very negative conversation and down. very negative comments. I saw that. I love that. <laughs> very negative comments about bot lobbies. You know, the first thing to understand is that everybody gets those lobbies. At some point or another, you are going to get that lobby. And the question is, do you execute it or do you not? The, when you watch these right. big streamers who are dropping these 30 and 40 kill games, the difference is they are able to execute in those. Yeah, you may PR, you may drop, and I'm, I'm saying this in the nicest way possible. You might drop 10, you might drop 15, you might break your PR and hit that 20. They're dropping 30 and 40 kill games. That's what they're doing in the same exact lobby. Now, I bring yep. a different kind of perspective to this, and I truly do believe that everybody, whenever you play, should have the opportunity at some point, if not multiple times, to be the best player in the lobby. So even if you're a 0.6 mm -hmm. KD player, you should have the opportunity to be the best player in that lobby. Skill-based matchmaking, again, going back to this bell curve just because it's math. Like, you're going to have Please, players yeah, it's relevant. who are, you know, 0. 0.5. You're going to have players who are 2 and above. And then you're going to have that middle area where a lot of those people fall. And at the end of the day, that kind of shifts with skill-based matchmaking. And I'll kind of just say it, I'm a 4KD player. You can't really expect me to match up with 4KD players all the time. I would never find a game. There's not enough people out there. So that's yeah. why the skill-based matchmaking gets a little bit weird. And I, like I said, to kind of wrap up this question, I think everybody deserves the opportunity to be the best player in a lobby. Well, you know what? To touch on skill-based matchmaking, uh, you know, I've said this before in previous interviews, but I mean, I do remember it was just you played with whoever was in your area. If they were good, they were good. They were bad, they were bad. I mean... Would, would do you agree or disagree we should go back to that or should we stay into these because you know when i review it and even i you know i spoke about this with tcap i mean we said four or five out of 20 lobbies maybe are good for you um like good meaning like, like like good like good bot lobbies correct yeah so i mean we get 1.2s we've had back-to-back 1.7s -back before i mean we get very sweaty lobbies especially because we're in i'm in new york uh in the new york that's, city kind of tri-state area so when i get on at seven eight o'clock it's when that's a lot what of i'm other saying so are. would you rather go back to skill-based matchmaking so I think there, this is a two-part question. I think first and foremost, they need to add a ranked mode and not just a ranked mode. There needs to be a ranked mode with Absolutely. a reward. I Absolutely. think that would allow players like, to it's okay. You can say like Apex. You can say like Apex. That's I've okay. never played Apex in my life. I okay, totally so Apex. So I'll tell you right now that you should definitely play Apex because if you're looking for a more, and I'm not, 
Wait, I Again, thought this was so the yeah. Warzone podcast. Yeah. Now we're talking about Apex over here? Because Warzone can learn something. If anybody has a, uh, a, a common decency to themselves, then they can pay attention to learning to someone that does it better. Isn't yep. that how you get better at stuff is by yeah. listening to people smarter than you? So if you get offended, Warzone, chill your ass out. Um, all <laughs> I'm saying is that anybody that plays Apex, okay, it's more of a BR experience because it's satisfying in regards to the end of the, the, end of the circle, if you will, that you get more kills. Right. And again, like you mentioned, that rank mode, you feel like you're working towards something. Right. Right. At some point, you get to say to yourself in that game, I am one of in the top 700 players in the world. Yeah. Right. And you can say that and you know that because you're at whatever rank uh, you've achieved through there. So it, by ranked mode, yes, Call of Duty, if they did something similar like that, that's all we want. What do we do yeah. at the end of the day? We're, we're hardworking guys with, with jobs that we come home at night, all of us, the mid-tier players. Why do we come home? Again, like I said, to shoot people in the face in the most realistic <laughs> virtual sh uh, shooting people in the face game. And to get those three, four kills, you can say what you want, but that's what we're after. Yeah. And I think a rank mode would would do a lot. I think it would open up the tournament scene a little bit more. You'd uh, you know, you've got to figure out the anti cheat, but that's a whole nother conversation. Right. But, you know, yeah, you're going to have your big invites for the swags and the Tim, the tap mans and basically these bigger right. content creators to create interest. But you're also based on that ranked mode. You should send out invites for these big tournaments and allow people to kind of grind for that and give themselves an opportunity to break through. There's so many right. big content creators who just needed one tournament to break into the scene. And now all of a sudden they've created a name for themselves. That could be the next person who just needs a ranked mode yep. to be able to give themselves a chance. With that being said, I think pubs are still a great option. I think they need to dial back skill-based matchmaking a little bit, but understand that. And I say That's that because I don't, I do defend the 0 0.5, 0 0.6, KD players who are being thrown in 1.3 KD lobbies. You know, it, it's part of it, but that's where there needs to be a bigger variance for p players like that, you know, where you should be getting 0 0.7, 0 0.8 KD lobbies where you are better and, and just create this wider variance of lobbies, understanding that you're going to be in some sweaty lobbies, you're going to be in some bot lobbies. It's on you to take advantage of those. So I think that two-part answer is there needs to be a ranked mode, which takes some of the sweats out the yy tiktok kids that we all rag on take some of those yep. kids out and of course we've still got skill-based matchmaking we just kind of tone it back a little bit at times i mean there are just some nights that are beyond brutal oh that is a hundred percent like uh, yeah no arguing there um i do want to know uh what the hell is a chronos uh and is it cheating uh tcap answered this question i also i believe but what I was tcap's answer did he say he better have said yes, or I might not play with him again? That's a you that's know a what? I would still he hundred <laughs> percent. I he had to have said yes. Cronus a Cronus is hundred percent cheating. I don't know exactly what it is. I'm gonna be totally honest with you. From yeah. what I've from what I understand, it is an attachment to your controller that you set up to control the recoil. Now I'm gonna say this in the nicest way possible. Actually, you know what? Let's Please. make this a teaching moment as opposed to a, yeah. a something that could be taken the wrong way. Teach us, please. Warzone guns barely have any recoil. And I want you to pay attention to this the next time you play. When you miss shots, do you miss shots over a guy's head or do you miss shots because you're hitting his knees and toes? 99% of people are shooting knees and toes. Well, what does that mean? It means you're overcompensating for recoil that's not actually there. That's the difference. That's what people don't understand is when, so when you are- true. 
And and I'll give you one more. Pay attention to your vertical recoil control. A lot of people actually have good vertical recoil control. Hold on, it's I gotta just, stop you. Do I need to put on increased torso damage on everything then? <laughs> and you might have to. Or you just let that recoil go a little bit. So what I generally do right. is you may start at the chest and then you kind of let it go and then you control it. And what you end up seeing from a lot of people is your gun does not move on the vertical plane. Your scope. But wow. you're hitting his hip instead of his head or his chest. I That's have to the try this right there. I have to try this. I have to pay, well, I have to pay attention to it actually. Most people struggle with with horizontal in terms of like being very back and forth. The vertical's not awful, but a lot of people do shoot knees and toes because they're overcompensating for that recoil. Right. Which means you have to hit more shots and yeah, which yeah. increases your TTK, allows sweaty players who are hitting high damage areas to do stuff like snap on you and just absolutely right. take you out. And you're like, how did I lose that gunfight? Well, because he hit high damage areas and you didn't. Yeah, basically, uh, I forgot. Well, what's the website that highlights the body? I forgot. There is sim.gg and there, there is go. true game data. There you go. True game. Yeah, data. that was one. Yeah, true game data. Yeah, uh, that's it. Um, all right. So, I mean, don't use Chronos, people. I guess it's it's messed up. Uh, but I, I've heard them. it's a I, I've heard it's a foot pedal. Is oh. it a foot pedal? Am I just? Okay. I have no the idea. Foot, the foot pedal Chronos, the classic. Okay, so from what I again, from what I understand, right? I, I don't use it, so See, I don't know. I can't. That's I can't what I'm saying. Answer. We're all confused um, so about this. We need what, the company of these Chronos people to come out and tell us what the hell is this product. Can we get like, dude, I gotta look up a description of the product. But yeah, please. So from what I understand, there are people who can activate their Cronus with a foot pedal. A foot pedal is basically just something that you press that activates a certain key. So for yeah, example, right. when I am playing with TCAP, I have a foot pedal for my push to talk, meaning when I push it, my mic right. opens up to TCAP and he can hear me. If I don't push it, then all that can hear me is my stream. So oh. that's something that we use to, so that when I'm talking to stream and saying, hey, thanks for the sub, thanks for the dono, that TCAP's mm -hmm. not hearing it and vice versa. And, you right. know, the other one I use it for is just to easily clip stuff. Being a content creator, constantly thinking about content. So I have a, this is going a little bit far in depth, but I have a replay buffer no, please, which basically clips the last please. 60 seconds. I have one that simply just clips that for me. So I don't have to right. take my hand off, hit the keyboard, and then do that. So that's what right. people use foot pedals for, but some people have them hooked up to a Cronus that activates it, which mm -hmm. Cronus is cheating absolutely okay well there you have it um okay now finally i kind of uh, delayed this question but i do yeah. i want to hear about you i want to hear how this started uh how did you get into doing this um you know all the all the good stuff i love this so this is going to give a lot of you hope uh, us too it's going to give yeah, a lot of you please. hope. i, I started please. let's go back i grew up playing video games grow up playing first person shooters sports games like madden fifa like everything we played everything mlb the whole nine yards uh grew mm -hmm. up playing first person shooters as well specifically call of duty stopped playing when i went to college and didn't play for i don't know eight to ten years here comes okay. the pandemic you know we're all on lockdown my friend goes hey i've got done, an xbox done, i've got done, another done. one it's an old gen one but i've got it come play warzone with us it's free to play it's a great way to keep in touch so may of 2020 i started playing warzone had absolutely no idea what i was doing we were the team playing verdance doing flag strat grabbing the recon contracts sitting in the final circle and just waiting for everybody that was us but then nice. come that summer i focused on 
getting better. I wanted to improve. This was also, I'm going to preemptively say this now, this was also the time of TikTok when TikTok was just absolutely blowing up. So I focused on improving what were the meta weapons? How do I improve my movement? How do I get better aim? Uh, and I was doing that through YouTube videos and I was doing that through watching Twitch streamers, uh, the bigger guys who were dropping these high kill games. I was so engulfed in this. What were their rotations? How do they win their early game? When do they buy UAVs? Like everything. How do you get out of a heli in the right spot? I was just studying this game. Then come September of 2020, I decided to make TikToks. I decided to make TikToks because nobody else was making Warzone TikToks. That was, a, I had no idea. I was completely oblivious to That's Warzone crazy. TikTok. So I started making TikToks, helping people improve. It just kind of grew and grew and grew. The YouTube channel started taking off and, and we're here today with over 300,000 on TikTok and uh, pushing Ooh. 100K on YouTube. So I like that. That's kind of where the journey started. I'm a 4KD Rebirth player, and I tell you that, like I said, to kind of finish this question where I started, I, I tell you this to give you hope. I started at a 0.7 KD on Verdansk, 0.7. Wow. I, if, if I went and paid for uh, warzonestats.gg, and I can show you my KD tracker of starting at 0.7, that wow. I used, I basically did my bell curve of improvement. That's where that whole thing started from, and I really focused on those things. And I still make mistakes. It's about learning from your mistakes as well if you are looking to improve, but we'll get into that in a little bit. That is kind of my journey. 0.7 KD, wanted to get better, started creating wow. TikToks. Now my whole goal is just to help people get better at this game. And, and there's a few reasons. One, it's more fun. I want people to be the top of the leaderboard when, uh, when they're playing with friends instead of Love the bottom of the passion. leaderboard. You know, I want them to get that feeling of dropping a 20 kill game. I want them to increase their KD. People are always like, I have fun playing with non-meta weapons. I have fun doing this. And I'm like, I have fun dropping 20 and 30 bombs. So like, that's what I'm going to help people do is, is just continue to improve and continue to get better. And, and yeah, that's what I do every single day. Dude. I love it. I love it. Word up for cup of Joe, baby. (laughs) I love it. I honestly, I love it. I love your passion. Uh, I, I love that you're passionate to help us low to mid tier players and get us competing there and give these guys for a run for their money. They can't be at the top, you know, forever, right? Yeah. I mean, one of us, one of us scrubs got to come out of the <laughs> out of the wet work here. <laughs> you know it's gonna happen. <laughs> I actually, um, I have one who, I have one person who has been with me for quite some time now. I've been following my content, and he that, has turned this is all into about you absolute demon and i'm like i I met with him the other day and i was like i don't know what more i can give you like i don't know what more i can tell you about becoming like we can start taking a look at situations and stuff but i don't know what more i can give you about how to keep improving because you're just you're a demon you're very good hey sometimes the student becomes a teacher man i know uh, i know i'm a little nervous about it i might i might start giving him wrong (laughs) tips yeah, push everyone before no matter what. Yeah, I L- want you to be good, just not that good, right? LC10 no, meta. Kidding. LC10 meta. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny because it's a horrible gun, people. Uh, Don't use it. Um, just a PSA to anybody still using the LC10, please stop. It's not that good. Yo, the P90. What's up with that? I don't know. I don't... I don't why Personally, is everyone busting out the P90 right everybody, now? Okay, so here's what happens. And, and I don't want to call out content creators because this is our job. Our job is to create content. Our job is to entertain Absolutely. and inform. Absolutely. Um, 
Absolutely. The P90 got a buff with the recent update, so everybody jumped on it. You know, it's the hot topic. Everybody sees P90. Everybody sees Modern Warfare, right? We haven't seen right. Modern Warfare SMGs. It's it's okay. Right. It's a viable option. It's got some positives. It's got a lot right. of negatives. But at the end of the day, you know, it, it is definitely a hot gun right now that people are talking about. I, I wasn't sure if it was a good question. I just asked it for that exact reason, so I kind of yeah. feel stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. That's fine. And and I think the P90... Uh, it, it may yeah. or may not be top 10. I would probably say not top 10. There, there might be uh, people that say otherwise. I'm just saying you like you didn't have to call out content creators because that's literally what I just did. Um, but hey, anyways. It, you know what? It, it, but I, I also want to view this as kind of a positive. You know, their job, no, our of course, job of is, course. is to create stuff on the hot topics. And yeah. a, a 20 to 30 or 40 kill game with the P90 is still exactly that. You know, yeah, actually, and you know insane. what, about uh, about uh, creating hot topics, we actually have to pause the episode now Ooh. and just play a, a Nadia theme song that we have. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. I'm kidding. We don't have that. We don't have that. Um, but they should leave that poor girl alone. She's a good girl. Um, I agree. Basically, uh, my next question is, I want to know, what are your current loadouts that you're using, your personal metas, if you will? Yes. How are those uh, playing out for you in the game? How are you achieving your 20, 30, 40, I hope even 50? Oh. I, I would like to know your highest kill game eventually, but you can mention that as well. But what are you doing to just poop on people in the game? Yeah, so I've been Team Cooper Carbine for quite some time now. Love it was it. given a slight nerf with Season 5, but we make one little adjustment. It comes right back into the meta. Please go uh, through attachments. The There's a lot of a lot of confusion we have to cooper carbine i'm so happy you said that i know yes please answer the question go through the attachments because there's confusion of what fell off and didn't please okay um i believe okay i can't do it off the top of my head it's going to be mx 22 inch cooper custom three to six yeah. x yeah cooper custom padded maybe on the back and then you got strife angled 60 lengthened this is the difference. We used to run hatch grip. Now we run grooved grip. And then maybe like tight grip fully loaded. Don't quote uh, what me you on say that. For the Go barrel though. Hold on. 22 Cooper inch Cooper custom? custom. 22 inch Cooper custom. Really? You don't go to the last one with more? No, no, no. 20, no, because no, I've always run 22 inch Cooper custom. I will swear that by that. Sway, that sway gun and Bob you're saying is what you need for that. All right. I don't know what the exact attachments are. All I know is it feels like an absolute laser beam. And look, the thing with the Cooper Carbine, and, and this is kind of where we balance a few different things, especially for our long range options. We're looking at TTK, we're looking at range, we're looking at recoil. Correct. Those right. are kind of the right. main things. So it's not your fastest TTK out of all of them. That's the Nikita, but it's very easy to use and it has really good range. Another great option, the Kilo. The Growl's absolutely back in the meta. What we're seeing now with season five, it's more of an open meta than we've ever seen before. So there's a lot of great options yeah i you said know, it is pretty balanced right now but yeah. uh, sorry let's get back to it just what's your what's your personal, personal uh loadout yeah uh, that you're using yeah cooper carbine vanguard ppsh ads version there's three different versions you can run i'm running the ads so this thing just absolutely melts people blixen's good marco's Amazing. good but for me i'm running the vanguard ppsh i feel most comfortable with it i feel like i can hit my shots and the ttk is just insane fantastic i'm asking every content creator this i need to know especially for low to mid-tier gamers some of us on a budget some of us not regardless you should still care about the way you spend your money uh 149.99 i believe is, is a lot of money unless it's 169 but i don't think it's that outrageous but do you think it's worth it to buy the vault edition the vault edition whatever of uh modern warfare 2 
Look, it's, it is definitely a good offer. I mean, you're talking Battle Pass 50 tiers. Right. And I, okay, here's another one for you that is probably not mentioned very often, but I want you to stop and think. Everybody watching this, stop and think for a second. How much does it suck to level up your guns? You get 10, 2x, you get 10, 2x weapon tokens. Yeah. Weapon XP tokens. That made me so frustrated thinking about that. I'm just chucking my glasses. (laughs) Something may have happened to them. I mean, you get get 10 hours worth (sighs) of double weapon XP. So that's immediately you can start leveling up those guns because we're going to have about a month or so where we need to level up guns getting ready for warzone 2 based on rumors which by the way can we can we just i i want to go off on a tangent here for a second let's talk about rumors for a second specifically my console players i love you guys i listen to you i hear you i know you're frustrated about fov when a rumor comes out please do not believe it until it actually happens You've been told for two years now that you're going to get FOV and you don't have FOV. Stop believing every rumor you see. That kind of ties into this question because I think right now early rumors are like November 11th is the leaked. But do you feel the rumors have more fuel because it's now backed by Microsoft? No, the rumors have fuel because of social media. Because everybody right. jumps on it and everybody jumps on the hot topic of it happening. You know, but you don't think Microsoft would have the freaking I mean, they obviously have the technological capability to do it because they do it in other games. I think it's too late. I think they're so far in the pro. I mean, unless I'm wrong again, I'm not, I'm like one of the least right. tech okay, savvy whatever. people. Yeah, okay, so right, I, right, I don't know right. if it's too late in the game. I don't know what it is. I think just, just manage your own expectations because the more you believe that FOV is going to happen, the more it, you're going to be disappointed if it doesn't. And the more you're then going to lean on the <sighs> FOV as a crotch. And I know it sucks. All I right. hear you guys. I, I really do. Just <laughs> remember there's five and six KD console players out there. You know what? Exactly. I was going to say it there, you know, there's a famous saying, be happy with what you have. And, you know, I'm happy to play on it and we'll try to excel at what we got. Uh, fantastic answer. Um, really quickly. Uh, what are some of the things that you would change uh, about the current state of the game? Uh, and how do you feel about the new game, the stat reset, uh, player of players of all calibers? Really, uh, are you guys going to struggle with that? Do you benefit from that? Because um, you're basically like relearning everything. Um, so, so how do you feel about the stat reset and the you know the the new changes in the game and the current state of the game right now? There's a three parter for you. Yeah. So let's start with current state of the game, and I 100% am gonna have to ask you what the questions are again. But current state of no the problem. game, I think I think it's in a good spot. I think the meta's in a good spot. I think the skill gap's in a good spot. Uh, I actually have a hot take here that the Vanguard PPSH actually adds a skill gap to the game because it allows good players Ooh. to get out of bad situations because of how fast the TTK is. It's a really yeah, but, hot take. But we but spoke about this last episode also. After eight meters, it's a pea shooter, dude. Yeah, you'd be surprised. That thing's, it still melts people. It's still So really where's good. the damage fall off officially? The damage fall off is eight, but then you get past like 15. Right. And it's once again an insane TTK compared to others. I, I just okay, feel most fine, comfortable okay, with it. But, fine, but okay. understand. Sorry, uh, continue. So... This kind of opens up another door of comfort over meta. It's one of the most popular sayings. Comfort within the meta, right? So if you're going to be using a striker because you're comfortable, you're going to lose gunfights. That gun just doesn't kill as fast as the other one. But when we talk about 
all of the great SMGs right now, Vanguard, PPSH, Blixen, Marco, Armagera, Bullfrog, Type 100, like you got to figure out what you feel most comfortable with. And that's where we talk about comfort within the meta. If you remember back like probably two months ago when the STG was so far above and away all of the other ARs that you kind of had to Godzilla, use it. baby. Yeah. So if you were using something else because you're more comfortable with it, then you're going to lose gunfights. It's just, it's statistically there. This isn't any more about, oh, you know, five years ago, we were like, this gun might be good because it feels good. And it's like, no, people test this stuff for a living now. That is their job. They test the statistics behind these about which one kills faster. So where do I think the game is? I'm also going to throw out another hot take. This is a very unpopular opinion. Everybody hates me for it. But you know what? We're going to stir the pot a little bit. Snipers should have a reverse damage profile and before you click away just hear me out for a second reverse damage profile they should have unlimited range they should have you should be able to snipe somebody from across the map from 750 meters no no Pete, no no you know what i'm sorry people should grow up in this community i want you to say those words again slowly and let it resonate with them can we say it together snipers sniper snipers can i say it right yeah i want to say it right what's let's say it again just what is it sniper should have unlimited range Sniper should have unlimited range. Let's do it together. Uh, and everyone in the comments, who cares? Let's do what you it do? all. Snipers, yeah. uh, snipers should have unlimited. should have unlimited range. That was uncoordinated and horrible, but you, you get the point. You get the point. You get the point. Continue. So Continue okay. your point. Yeah. So now let's talk about yeah. why. Uh, look, I'm not saying Warzone's a real game, right? We're not talking this is realistic. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be able to one-shot somebody from 10 meters away. When I'm absolutely frying you, you shouldn't be able to turn and accidentally headshot me. Quickscoping will always be a thing in COD, so they'll never actually make this change. But from a somewhat realistic perspective, especially with a BR, we're not talking about multiplayer here where the TTK is like 0.2 seconds. We're talking about somewhat of a BR. They should have unlimited range, but should not one shot within, I'd say, 30 meters, maybe 40 meters, right? So you have to be strategic, or the other option is to increase the ADS time to make it longer, and you increase the amount of flinch. So if you're getting shot at by somebody and you're using a sniper, you should not be able to hit that shot. You should have to be strategic about when you're sniping. So, but it, why does that anger people? I don't understand. Uh, because everybody like, I, says I'm that, failing to make the connection. Uh, people get very upset because they're like, well, quick scoping takes skill, which I agree. Quick scoping does take skill. They'll be like, you're, you know, you're just not happy because you're not a good sniper, which, yeah, there's some truth to me not being a good sniper. But at the end of the day, you shouldn't be able to one shot somebody when they are shooting you with a sniper rifle. Oh, the other one, people will be right. like, well, what happens if you take uh, a 50 cal bullet to the head? You're like, yeah, but. But, like, that's the same for anything. So, are we talking, like, one-shot kilos now? Should we do a one-shot striker? Because everything would one-shot to the head. Like, let's, let's yeah, be Yeah, hey, listen. I, I, we could say, comment board, share your people, thoughts. Yeah, people get very upset about that. I understand it's a very hot take. It'll never change because at the end of the day... That's okay. Quick scoping has been around in COD forever. But it's just how I feel. I've been accidentally headshotted while I'm shooting somebody a few too many times. Do you know why they can't really actually complain and get mad? There's just, this is just the most obvious reason why they shouldn't get mad. And here it is. Ready? Uh, It's not removed from the game. It's still in there and you can still quickscope people. So despite people's opinion, like Cup of Joe, there's no reason for you to get upset because you could still do it. Yeah, Let's give obvious stuff a round of yeah. applause. All right. <laughs> Yay. You know, and, and the funny part is when they made the change about 
Remember when they nerfed it to like over 40 or 50 meters? Uh, they, they It didn't yeah. one shot anymore. Yeah. People got so upset about that. That's the exact opposite yeah. of the way it should be. It should no, it's, one it's, shot it's, over 50 meters. It's a sniper. Dude. Yeah, it's it's a total. I don't get it's it. It's a mind trip, dude. It's a mind trip. Um, okay, all right, so what so, was the next one? Yo, fantastic. So, okay, so the next one uh, is the stat reset. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I, I think I forgot the third question, but let's, basically, let's give this, everybody a fresh start. <laughs> uh, but but do do you feel my point is do you feel that all the effort you put in to get to where you are is that wasted or is that a learning curve to come in and build that up no problem now okay so this this and I, do you I think that this? because everybody is so protective about their KD now they're all gonna play like is he around the yeah. corner I saw one I saw one yeah, all sit right, in jump. the corner and just wait <laughs> no so this actually opens up uh, another thing that I like that I love talking about with people I'm people telling you right now upset. by the way you'll see more campers you'll see way yeah. more campers because low to mid tier players are gonna be so protective of their KD and they're gonna have to deal yeah. with a lot of campers and I hope you find those people and beam them and teach them to come <laughs> out and have fights like a man sorry to interrupt one you Continue. I had to say that. One yeah, I had one to me. say that. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, so this opens up another thing that I always talk about. This is just a Please. reminder that, you know, people get upset about Cold War guns not being really in the mix, although they are a little bit more than they were before. Same thing with Modern Warfare. Just remember before Warzone, we never had integration. There was never an, it was always a new game. You know, you didn't play with other guns in the current game ever in multiplayer, right? It was right. always a new game. It was always a stat reset. We just got kind of spoiled a little bit because at the end of the day, they did us a favor. And instead of taking out all the guns, they just left them in and kind of nerfed them a little bit and put the Cold War guns as meta guns while that game was out. And then they made Vanguard guns meta guns since that's out. So just remember when it comes to stat resets and camos and, you know, leveling up weapons, we never had integrations before Warzone. Never. That's actually a very good point. I 100% agree with that as well. Um, all fantastic points. Seriously, I guys, I hope you're taking this in. Like, share, subscribe, throw some love, throw some hate. We love it all, baby. Love that. Um, here we go. Um, if you had to give one tip to get better, and one tip only, to get better and get more kills in Warzone, what would it be? Practice your aim. And the next thing I need to know is the five common mistakes that a player makes. Five common mistakes. Okay, yeah. so I'll say not using your minimap. Number one. Not pushing and instead you're getting pushed. Number two. Looting too much. Number three. Not knowing how to regain. Number four. And not clutching up the win after respawn disables. What's the craziest uh, kill plus win game you've ever had? And what weapons did you use? Um... Just because it's recent, right? It's it's you know uh, not to not, please I'll, no I'll brag. brag no no don't say brag. no don't I, say I not got, to brag you should brag wins. you should brag I have eighteen hundred wins on rebirth so for me I'll I'll give a recent one I clutched up a I was by myself in quads in a one point seven KD lobby the other day and mm -hmm. clutched up using the growl in the Vanguard PPSH I think. Oh, yeah, it was an end game right finish now, like near control. I want to say there were probably 12 or 15 people left, maybe a yeah. little less in a 1.7 yeah. KD lobby. And we clutched up for the squad on Ooh. member night on member night. So it was a it was a fun clutch right there. That's dirty. 
That one felt That's good. That's dirty, Kappa. That was also um, a big blender game because obviously a 1.7 KD lobby is like, that's a whole nother world in terms of sweats. Yeah, so man. to be able to then clutch up that win and, and still make something out of it is, is always a good thing. Absolutely it is. Um, I need to know something else. How did you come up with your name? How'd you oh, come up with your name? Love this. Love this question. So Please. it took me like a, di- a full day to come up with a name. Uh, in typical fashion for people named Joe, when I first started out, my name was just your average Joe. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. you know, it, it's what everybody goes with. But and I'm going to give here a shout out here to Joe. Joe was absolutely blowing up at the time. He's one of my favorite shout streamers out to, to watch. And the movement king himself. And he, at the yep. time. He had not switched his branding to Joe. He's very much Joe now, but at the time he was average Joe. And I was like, I'm not like trying to get into that space. Like, let's go ahead and change our name. And I just drink coffee all the time. I mean, I probably have three, four nice. cups a day. And I was like, let's nice. run with it. Let's go ahead and use that. It's a cup of Joe with three P's, cup of Joe five with three P's. Five, why people ask me why five? Uh, five is actually my favorite number. But on top of that, I tried one, two, three, and four couldn't get them on all of the platforms so cup of joe five yeah and it has three p's in it so yeah that's how i came up with it just because i love coffee and it's it's really so don't get confused with the numbers people it's three p's and ends with a five so it's not <laughs> cup of joe 35 it's not koopa five it's let's get it straight cup of joe triple p five yep there you go there fantastic you go. I, l- I love that you live your name every day not I too do. many people can say that oh that first sip of coffee in the morning there's few things like it I got to tell you, I'm from Canada. I drink Tim Hortons. We love our coffee. So Um, how do you drink your coffee? So that's a very interesting question. And I think it's so important that we cover coffee in this interview because you're cup of Joe. Oh, a hundred percent. Now I'm going to say things to you right now that may frustrate you. um, (laughs) May want you to discontinue the interview. Um, Let me get the disconnect button ready just in case. (laughs) Dude. Uh, it's depending how passionate you are about coffee, but from, but I think by your name, it's pretty obvious, but uh, anyways, we'll leave that to speculation. So how should I drink coffee? I'll tell you, there's two different times that I drink coffee in two different ways. There's routine coffee. Okay. Which has to do its job and carry me through the day with the way I like it to taste, which I'm getting to. So calm down. And if you clicked away, (laughs) I couldn't care less. Um, and then coffee on a Sunday morning or a morning, regardless of what day it is, on uh, camping, uh, cottages, um, and in another country. Why another country? Even if I'm in a luxurious setting, I don't know. I can't explain that to you. It's just when I'm not home, I can't drink coffee the same way. So that's number one. Now, how do I drink it? In Canada, when I'm here, routine coffee, I absolutely butcher it. There's milk, there's sugar. I'm up to about seven sugars in a tri- uh, It's supposed to be a triple triple. So there's three milk, three cream, and seven sugars. That's going in my body uh, two to three times a day here uh, every day. Um, my personal health is not the focus of this podcast, but <laughs> yeah, this is not a fitness <laughs> podcast. This is a no, war zone no, podcast. No, uh, this is, and we're talking about coffee. So this is relevant to your content and you. So, that's that. Now, when I'm away, I drink only black, uh, no sugar, no milk. Okay. Uh, and I go for the taste. I try to find the most luxurious coffee I can get my hands on, and I just drink it black, and I enjoy it uh, very much. Why I can't do that here is somewhat of a disability. Sorry it took me so long to answer that question, but yeah. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. I go straight yeah. black coffee. 
Straight black right. coffee all the time. What was the number? Did we even answer the question? <laughs> what was the craziest kill plus win game you had? Your highest kill game. Oh, highest kill game uh, was 37 the other day. Holy smokes. 37. Yeah, and if crazy. somebody like me, just to remind us, the one tip, I guess, or not one tip, if someone who dreams about achieving that, um, what's the fastest way to get there? Okay, so here's what I always say. I truly do believe, I mentioned this earlier, that anybody with practice in game strategy can drop 20. Uh, 30's a totally different beast. 30's a different right. animal. Uh, you're talking about a luck factor in 30, the luck factor being lobby health. You know, not only can, not only do you have to get a decent lobby, lobby health in yeah, terms of one. like a bot lobby, but you also have to hope that other teams aren't wiping teams, right? If you get one good player in that lobby that's decent and starts wiping teams, like you cannot drop 30. It's not possible. There's not enough people to actually kill. So there is yeah. a luck factor in there. You're talking about pace of play. You're talking about constantly making quick decisions, acting on the next piece of information. For a low to mid-tier player, should we be more aggressive or more stealthy? Focus on 20. Focus on 20. Oh, let's do this. Let's do this. One of my favorite things um, is what I call the anatomy of a 20 bomb. It's one of my favorite things to do. And this started Please. back probably six months ago when TCAP and I were playing together and a mm -hmm. streamer said, somebody asked another streamer that I was watching, how do you drop a 30 kill game? And he goes, you have to get nine to 10 in the first circle. And then that got me thinking, okay, how can we take that and apply it to a right. 20 bomb, which is what I want all of you to drop. Let's pause real quick. Right. I noticed that when TCAP and I noticed we had nine or 10 kills in the first circle, we started dropping more 30 bombs. Now it's not because we changed the way we play. It was just awareness that we were on good pace and that we were like, kind of, we need to keep acting on right. information. That's very, very clutch to have. Yeah. So it's not a, it's not a kind of freak you out moment of like, oh my gosh, I'm on 30 pace. I got to do this and I got to do that. It's like, don't, don't change the way you play. Just keep pushing right. the pace. Keep. So when we talk about anatomy of a 20 bomb, six kills in the first circle, six kills in the second circle, or just focus on 12 kills by the end of the second, because that could be a five, seven split. It could be a nine, three split, but, like whatever it may be. But my question for that is, do you focus on doing that by being more aggressive or positioning yourself um, rotation wise? Yeah. So I've, I've coined, if you, if you haven't noticed already, I've coined a term, or I, I've coined a lot of different terms and a lot of different sayings because I like to coach in a very simple manner. So a lot of times those are very easy to digest and understand. So it's what I call, uh, call strategic aggressiveness, which is uh, you need to be in the action. You need to be putting yourself in engagements. You need to be finding people to push, but you're not just going to go full send that. So you're aggressive in the sense of you need to be popping UAVs, finding where teams are, finding where the hot areas are. But once you mm -hmm. get there, you are a little bit patient on your approach. You are trying to get that first initial clean kill to understand where those teammates are and where they're rotating mm -hmm. to. So that is strategic aggressiveness. So yeah, you want to be pushing the pace, but you want to be smart about it. At the end of the day, it, you Absolutely. know, this sounds obvious, but if you die, you're going to slow your pace down. So um, six kills in the first, six kills in the second or 12 by the end of the second, four kills in the third circle puts you at 16. And you just got to get four kills in the end game. And that's your 20 bomb right there. And I promise Absolutely. you this works. I've, I've beautifully I've explained of people who beautifully explained who, who dropped their first 20 bombs simply by following this. And it's a loose guideline. Things happen, but just know that if you get six kills in the first circle and, and I mean, how many times has, have you as a viewer gotten six kills in the first circle? Maybe and then you're you don't even think about it you're just like ah, it's six kills like i've gotten right. to a good start and it's like no right. you're you're on 20 bomb pace like you're on a good right. pace to start 
keep pushing the pace, keep popping in from UAVs and getting information and then just keep executing. Dude, absolutely fantastic answer. I got to ask you, um, I'm sure you've had a lot of chat action. I need to know what is the most absurd insanity? What kind of mental insanity happened uh, in your chat? Okay, like, so the, yeah, <laughs> so besides the obvious one about like, can we play, which everybody gets? Yeah, of I've had a few times where people come in and say one v one me, you know, I'm better <laughs> than you, you know, uh, you're in <laughs> all you get is bot lobbies, like all of these different things. And every, look, I tend to keep my amazing. Keep, motivation very calm, cool, and collected. But every right. once in a while, I'll either be having a really good day, I'll be absolutely fine, or I'll be having a really bad day, and I'm just not in the mood. Right. I tell them to drop their right, Activision ID. Hey, right. okay, let's see. Drop your Activision ID. Amazing. They either never do or somebody will drop it and they'll be like a 0. 0.8, 0. 0.75 or something. And I'm like, you're trying to 1v1 me? You're, you know, come on. What are we doing Did here? it result in you ever 1v1 anyone and giving no. them a nice spanking? No, there's oh. a few things that I won't I do. I so. I won't day. 1v1. You know, I won't right. kill race. I won't play right, with, I guess that, right. you know, I won't play with viewers. And there's a, there's a very clear reason as to this. Oh, it's first of all, I'm going to make very clear to you, by the way, and to everybody, and I'm sure you'll agree with this. Please, guys, take please take this in. Just because you send a donation to a streamer, it does not give you the right to play with them. You don't send $10 and be play with me and then say you're an asshole. I gave you $10. Like, I, I can't. I, and I've seen this stuff because I, without getting into my story, I got into watching streaming because I was recovering from eye surgery and I had nothing to do. And the pain was insane. Um, and I'm telling you, I literally started watching Jordy 2D, actually. Yeah. Shout out to him. Um, and, and, this, and I made friends with this guy named Spidey, who was also on the first episode. But that's really how I, th th that all started for me. But just guys you, <laughs> they don't owe you anything they're sitting there having a good time and you're fortunate enough to enjoy the content and information they're working hard to put out you guys have to realize by giving somebody money that does not make them your property it does not make them uh your your your, your whatever but you get my point and i and i have to say that because guys stop doing that yeah, really and, and cool. I also want to provide another perspective on this, just Please. because these are things that a lot of you watching this don't necessarily understand about the streamer side, about the 1v1 me, about the can we play, about Dude, the that's, kill Give race. them the streamer side, please. Yeah, and, and that is, it opens up a box for other people. So if you donate $10 to me and say, can we play, and I say yes, now there's a price to play with me. Right. And and right. how many people out there would pay ten dollars to play with me? Uh, it's probably a lot. And yeah, sure, I'd make the money from it. Fine. But it opens up the Pandora's box of, OK, now there's a price to play. Oh, you know, can I one v one? OK, let's one v one. How's that fair to anybody else in stream? Well, right? also, There's, you'll become that guy to, that charges people to play. Like, what the hell? Right. And, and you know, <laughs> I do member games throughout the week you know i do them once a week to to reward right. those people that are members or get gifted a membership but you know at the end of the day the way i always view it especially like the can we play is how's it fair to anybody else you know we're, we're streaming to a, a lot of people and even if it's not a lot of people even if you're streaming to 15 or 10 or 5 and you say yes to one how's it fair to anybody else that's in the stream and the answer right. is it's not and that's the side that right. people don't think about because they're not in that situation i get it right you're you're right. watching a streamer you're not thinking about 
you, you just want to play and i get why you want to play but because right. you've never been in the shoes of a streamer to understand how that can be perceived right you now they have just, right well now they can be i think now they can right? be now you yeah. know <laughs> i think you can step inside um the cup of joe shoes and other sh- and there's another side to the story people that's what we learned here today um Okay, I'm going to rip through some rapid-fire questions. It's really been so unbelievable speaking to you. Um, after the rapid-fire questions, I'm going to tell where the good people could find you, how we can continue to support you, how the Warzone podcast can uh, continuously support you in any way we can um, as we look forward to carefully watching somebody as special as you grow in the future. I appreciate that. I'm excited. Let's go, rapid-fire. My, my pleasure. All right. Um, I got to make sure I do it right. Uh, so real quick, heartbeater stims. Oh, great question. So if you don't have good awareness and you feel like you can't actually see people, like you struggle to find people and understand where they are, run heartbeat. If you feel like you start to have good awareness and know how to use the minimap, use stims to your advantage. That's a better answer than I originally discussed uh because the meta still seemed to be with the stim direction. Yeah. Just because of that 50% health increase, which is crazy to have. Um, it's helpful, but, anyways, but there are people who just really struggle to find people. And now I'm not right. saying like have your heartbeat out and be like 17 meters. Right. 18 no, hey, meters. That's why, and it's like, that, no, you got to use it to understand people around you and right. then go find them. And then you'll start to learn how to have better awareness. And then you can dr- transition to stims. Don't run flashes, that, don't run stuns, don't run gas grenades, don't run literally heartbeat or stims. Two options. That's that's the perfect answer because you it's answering both. Use both, but don't use one until you're skilled enough to use the other. Beautiful. Uh AR or sniper. I mean, you know my feeling on snipers are great, right? <laughs> so, the, the, so there's two things with sniper. I run AR. I'll always run AR. That's a I'll bad question. Thinking it through, but yeah, yeah. Let, no. And and you know what's funny is is I was partially responsible for that. So let, yeah, me, let okay. me give a good answer here. Uh, ARs are great. They're a safe bet. Snipers are high risk, high reward. If you are going to be sniping, there's one thing to keep in mind, which is called break and swap. It's something that I learned from the pro players, which is you take once if it's close quarter situation, so probably twenty ish meters or so, you get one. Shot. You take one shot, no matter what happens, whether you break him, whether you hit him with a hit a headshot and down him, whether you completely miss, you immediately switch to that secondary and then go ahead and challenge him that way. So because you may not have an opportunity to hit another shot, so it's called break and swap. Very it's just a habit strategy. to get into. So that's just one thing with snipers. I'm always team AR, but if you are a sniper, just make sure you know break and swap. Folks, if you want to break and swap a little quick, a little quick, break and swap. uh, Panda, you know what to do there. Break and swap a little uh, quick peeky weeky right through the scope. Whether you hit, miss or do nothing, you simply switch right back to that secondary. If you got amped going, you'll do that quicker and go ahead and find that challenge. Uh, Quick fix or serpentine? Yeah, so I'm team quick fix. Always have been. I feel like quick fix is just too good in terms of fighting outnumbered, the ability to quickly regen your okay. health as soon as you get it down and thirst, as well as as soon as you start to put a plate in your health regens. I think Serpentine's a great option for Caldera. I get why they put it in the game. It just, for me, it never really applied to Rebirth because of it's how so much cover you have. that and snake. I see that stupid snake just, all the time. It, it makes more sense on Caldera because you're talking about sometimes having to run 30, 40 meters to get behind mm-hmm. cover. But on Rebirth, it was like, 
way OP, and I didn't really, I don't know, I always ran Quick Fix, but he got, Serpentine got nerfed, so we're good now. Quick Fix it is. And no, right. no EOD, no cold-blooded Quick Fix. Yeah, hey, I, 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 listen, I agree. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Combat Scout or Amped Ooh. while we're so on the you kind of you kind of touched on this, which is a really good point. If you are running a sniper, you need to run Amped because of that break and swap. Besides that, I run Combat Scout. People always ask me, why do you run it? Don't you get caught with not having your secondary out? No, the answer is no, I don't. I have my secondary out. And Rebirth is a close quarters game. So the majority of the time you're going to be running with your secondary out. People are also like... Why do you run it in sweaty lobbies? Well, any sweaty player, you immediately know their next move. Are they going to re-challenge? Are they repositioning? Can I anticipate around the corner? What's my next play? Are they running away? Yeah, I get all the information that I need from the live ping and being able to track that person through the wall because of right. the highlight. That I love Combat Scout in sweaty lobbies. It actually takes away their advantage and takes away the unpredictability that I tell people to play with. Uh, second last question, big map or small map? Uh, small map. I like the small map for the resurgence dynamic. You know, for me personally, I don't like the fact that. No, do you like the small map feeling? Like, would you enjoy Caldera resurgence? Do you enjoy that mode? Oh, uh, no. No, so you're small map all the way. I'm small map all the way. You know, and. So it's, right. Oh, I guess I would enjoy Caldera Resurgence. Yeah, yeah. If, because if it's, fa- Resurgence it's faster was, gameplay. Yeah, if Caldera Resurgence was the only game mode that I could play. Which, by the way, I held the world record for trios for one day on Caldera Resurgence Woo! when Caldera first came out. Woohoo! We dropped 80 something as a squad, I think. No, it might have been higher. No, it was like 80 something as a squad. It was a that's pretty ridiculous. crazy game. But that's ridiculous. I, yeah, I prefer small map, especially that's like. Ridiculous. And, and that's what I anticipate a lot of my coaching continuing to be around is that resurgence game mode. I don't know what Warzone right. 2 is going to look like with that. I know we're going to get multiplayer. And but then see, we're going to get That's what Warzone I'm getting 2. at. Do people really want. A, uh, a a smaller map or do they just want faster gameplay that's what i think people are not realizing no, people, i think, I think like what the, you're jonesing for is faster gameplay no no people like the respawn dynamic people like the fact that they don't have to sit around for seven minutes waiting for their teammate to collect enough money correct to buy yeah sorry the respawning also but right, if you had so, faster gameplay with respawning in caldera what is wrong with a bigger map who cares then then yes i would say it's about pace of play I would say it's about pace of play. That's you know, what I'm saying. There is a <laughs> there is a streamer the other day that I was watching, yeah. and somebody goes, "Why do you like Rebirth over Fortune's Keep?" He said, "Because when I get third partied in Rebirth, it's because they're in the same doorway as me. When I get third partied on Fortune's <laughs> Keep, it's because I can't even see them. They're they're 50 oh, meters gosh, away." And yeah. I'm like, "That's oh, the most man. true thing I've ever heard." Control uh, controller or keyboard and mouse. I said it. I dropped that bomb. I just dropped that bomb. This is one of my favorite questions. One of my favorite. Because I'm very reasonable about this. Okay, so let's... First of all, controller's better. Hands down. There's no question about it. Aim assist, we'll we'll pick this up, or we'll leave this right where we started, which is aim assist is better. Now, understand that if you play keyboard mouse, you're at a disadvantage, 100%. But we play Warzone to have fun. This is a video game. It is part of our lives that we use for enjoyment. So even though you are at a disadvantage with keyboard mouse, if you enjoy playing that, then play keyboard and mouse. 
It's what you have. I know, but I, I got to stop you for a second because Uh-oh. people, and I'm sorry, okay, because people uh, don't know what the definition of fun is. So I'm just looking it up here. So I'm going to read it. Oh, uh, the definition of fun. F is uh, for friends j- who do stuff together. Yeah. U is for you. It. <laughs> Any sp- okay, somebody's got to know the SpongeBob reference out there. I, I, yeah, well, they'll get it. Um, I'm going to say fun. Uh, is this the, the education? Okay, uh, fun. Enjoyment, amusement, or lighthearted pleasure uh, used in a sentence. The children were having fun in the play area. So I think, um, you know, maybe we'll give another example just in case it, you forgot how to do that in a, in a game. Uh, also, uh, in an adjective, informal, would be amusing, entertaining, or enjoyable uh, used in a sentence. It was a fun evening. Right. And if you want to use it as a verb, we'll give you the informal North American here. <laughs> Joke or tease. No need to get sore. I was only funning. Again, in that lighthearted, atmospheric uh, type of pleasure is what fun is. Now that we've defined that in a very unnecessary, lengthy way, please continue, uh, Cup of Joe. Yeah. Like if you, <laughs> going back to that, like if you have yeah. fun playing keyboard and mouse, and play keyboard and mouse. You might lose some situations because right. of it, but if you enjoy it more, right. then then it is what it is, and you can become a really good keyboard and mouse player. But controller yes. is there's no doubt about the controller has the advantage. That's fantastic. What about playing PC with a controller? Is that the what you're referring to? Is that the most advantage, or are we talking like advantage on a console controller? This is a question that somebody asked me, and then I finally had to think about it. So PC controllers number one. I would put yeah. uh, console controller, PC, keyboard, and mouse kind of in the middle as like a, a tied for second. Both have advantages and disadvantages. Although, right. if you really think about it, just as a tip here, uh, my biggest tip for well, keyboard I, and mouse I players. Well, I asked that because console players like me just got excited and was like, oh, gosh, I have an advantage. No, yeah, I don't. So, uh, I don't. Keyboard and mouse players have the same tip as console players stay outside that mm. five to seven meter range that's where it's hardest yeah. to track people so uh, and then the bottom is going to be console keyboard mouse it, you are a special individual and i have the utmost respect for you if you play console keyboard and mouse because that is wow that is very that, that's hardcore that's that hardcore. hardcore yeah no yeah. no I, i'm gonna go ahead and say this you got some issues dude if you're playing like that hey but no 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 they have fun if they enjoy it but get a pc you can't spend that and sit there and go i can't wait to hook up this keyboard to my ps5 <laughs> i've never heard i i have one or two people that i know that do it and i'm like that is i mean props uh. to you that's what it comes yeah, down to. It, uh, uh, listen, I, to each their own, honestly. Yeah. It's fun. It's about having fun. I think that's the word of the episode today. No? Fun? I, fun. I, I fun. We have defined fun. it. Dropping 30 have bombs fun. is fun. Dropping 20 yeah. bombs is fun. By listening to the number one coach in Rebirth and Resurgence, uh, Cup of Joe. That's what that's, I appreciate it. That's yeah, the whole goal. I think so. I think so. Um, there's nothing left to do here but tell these great people where to find you and plug yourself as much as necessary. Um, it was absolutely a blast speaking to you, dude. Honestly, I learned a lot about you. I learned a lot more about the game. I'm excited to actually use some of this stuff in game. Uh, and just, dude, tell us where we can where we can see you, uh, where we can continue to uh, support your amazing content. Yeah, you can check me out. Uh, cup of, let's go. Let's do this again. Cup of Joe, three Ps. <laughs> Five is the yeah. number on the end. Uh, that's on all platforms. So TikTok, YouTube, yeah, 
Twitter. Yeah, so Twitter, I, I tend to be a little bit more... No, I don't want to go there. I do try to be more motivational on Twitter. So if you do need some motivation, check me out on Twitter. I'm a very motivational person. I love motivational quotes and I try to post those. Just inspiring people is kind of what I try to do. The other thing I will say is I will go ahead. I think we're putting links Please. down in the description or comments. Description, absolutely. absolutely I also have will. another Cup of Joe, which is my second YouTube channel because I do all of my main stuff is helping people get better. My second channel mm -hmm. is the more traditional loadout channel where I'm going to give you high kill, rebirth loadouts and fortunes keep loadouts that you can use to have fun amazing dude good to know and all those links will definitely be in the description like we said uh anybody that wants to get on this podcast it's about you and promoting your stuff and that's what we want to see here we want to see you grow kappa may you get to over a million subscribers oh. this year may we see all your channels grow uh you know we're behind you we're behind all these streamers we take the comments seriously we saw you in the comments and someone actually even recommended kappa joe and that was weird because we were talking before that comment ever happened so that was cool. Um, drop us who you guys want to see. We love talking to them and showing them, uh, showing you guys, you know, the sides to them. So you get to know the, uh, the, the favorite, your favorite content creators uh, that continue to work hard to give you that entertainment every single day. Uh, I want to thank myself and Cup of Joe for joining me. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you. I appreciate it. That was an unbelievable guest. That was like, I don't know what else to say. I feel we connected. I feel we had a good time. Um, and I hope we're connecting and you feel we're working hard here to get you something that could, I guess, help you be better at the game. Um, because that's what we want. We want to help content creators get more exposure and we want to help low to mid tier gamers get better at the game. Um, if you have any questions or comments, you like us, you hate us, you love us, you're not sure, let us know. Doesn't matter, honestly. Uh, I don't have an official email because who cares? Uh, just leave a comment in the YouTube and I'll find you. I have a Twitter at Podcast Warzone, but it's not about me. It's really about the streamer. Uh, find us, like us, we're out there. Uh, we love you. Thank you so much. We'll see you on the next episode.